I'm with Gil Bruna from Algrano, and Gil has got a very interesting company uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about today, uh, working in the theme of direct trade, which is something that we've been following for quite a while uh, at Bar Talks. And uh, Gil, why don't you just give us a, a brief introduction to who Algrano are and, uh, and what it is that you do? Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Nick, for um, inviting. Uh, well, Algrano is a, is a coffee and tech company. Um, and basically, we are using uh, technology to remove the barriers uh, of, of direct trade. We want to bring roasters close to, to growers and, um, and help them to, to trade directly uh, through technology. Um, we've just celebrated our fifth anniversary. We launched in 2015 at the World of Coffee in Gothenburg. And we celebrated the fifth anniversary uh, last week. Um, and since we since we launched, so we were three founders, I'm one of them, and now we are 25 almost in the company, uh, including the dog. And, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, um, continuing, we are uh, connecting growers uh, from mostly from Latin America, also East Africa to, to rosters in Europe. So we are focused on the European right. uh, market. You started in Brazil, right? We started in Brazil, yes, we were, actually we started in, in Chile, uh, that has nothing to do with coffee, but we won a startup program in Chile, and uh, it was attracting uh, foreign teams to develop their ideas uh, in Chile for a few months. So we won this one, then we won the startup Brazil um, um, uh, program, then we moved to Brazil for a year, the three the three founders, so Christian, Rafael, and myself, and kick-started really um, the platform in, in Brazil. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, one thing, so direct trade, I think, is something we've talked about a few times at Bar Talks, and it's good just to summarize. And I think people understand it's about it's about giving away for, for buyers, roasters uh, in particular, to be able to directly purchase or as directly as possible purchase from the source, from the farmers. Yes. And... Um, the benefit of that over something like fair trade is that, it, first of all, it can work with smaller farmers or, or cooperatives. Um, and secondly, and, and importantly, there's a serious benefit to the farmer because mm -hmm. as we all know the, uh, the percentage of the sales price of a cup of coffee that they get is very small, uh, typically, and sometimes and oftentimes not actually enough to, to really live on. So... Um, there's a selfish reason for wanting to pay farmers more, which is that we want to secure uh, the source and we want to make sure that we continue to get our good coffee. But also, it's just a decent thing to do, right? Yeah. Um, and there are a number of other benefits uh, to direct trade. But the question then comes and moves from, great, as understanding that model, that logical model, it makes sense. But then how do you do it? And from what I understand... And I signed up to your site, by the way, and I'm going to talk a little bit about um, my experience and looking at that. But I signed up to your site and um, and the question you know, that, 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 that we have then is how does it work mm -hmm. for a uh, let's, let's take a roaster. If I'm a roaster, how does it work? I want to kind of get down to a little bit of the nitty gritty in terms of understanding uh, uh, what size I need to be in order to be able to engage and use your platform, um, uh, uh, how the payments work, 
where the responsibilities that I have start and stop, what potential risks that I have. So that's kind of be the essence of, of what we're going to go through today, if that's okay. Yeah. Maybe you can start with explaining why you built a platform, because you obviously built it for a purpose yeah. in, in the direct trade. So we understand it's, it's direct trade, but you built it to fulfill a purpose. Could you tell us a little bit more about what that purpose and that objective is of, of the platform? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I think from, from the beginning, and, and we are doing this exercise uh, many times internally to rethink why, what are we doing, etc. And and one thing that hasn't moved is this uh, is this uh, mission that we that we have set ourselves. And I think the mission that we that we've set ourselves is to is to balance balance uh, the supply the coffee supply chain. Uh, we want we want every uh, actor in the supply chain to be equally empowered. And this hasn't been possible uh, in the past or, or was difficult in the past with uh, last lack of access to information. So this led to a lot of uh, um, opacity in the supply chain. And now with the development of uh, yeah, information and tools to also make this information more, more available, more understandable, etc., uh, there is there was momentum to uh, to build a platform that would bring uh, transparency, make information available to uh, all sides in the trade available, and uh, yeah, with this uh, balance balance the coffee supply chain, so uh, shift the the power in the in the supply chain. Mm. I mean, the key word you used there for me is transparency. Yes, and and this is an opaqueness. So you use the, the, some of the two key words here, and this is the, I think, if you're going to take a cynical hat to the way the industry has performed in the mm -hmm. past, you might say, and I have actually, I think I was reading an article this morning from a uh, another company where they were talking about this problem, and they specifically said, don't know if they use the word opaque, but in a different way they said that the big companies or some of the big companies were operating in such a way as to 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 reduce transparency so that they could keep the prices that they were buying low. Okay, you can kind of see that happening, you know. Um, maybe with my cynical hat on, I can believe that. So um, if we're going to meet this objective, if we say our two objectives, two good objectives to start with are one, benefit the farmer help the farmer get actually get paid more not the middleman in between not the you know gross but the farmer right and the benefit of that is that um is that we're securing helping secure the 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 supply in the future uh but there was a uh another when i talked to some other direct um direct uh trade companies there's another objective that a lot of them have which is to try to educate the farmers so that when you're creating the supply, um, the the uh, the selection process, are, the farmers are able to move a little bit further up the value chain, mm -hmm. so that you you can actually justify paying them a greater a, a greater amount for that coffee as well. Tell me a little bit. Do you, do you get involved in that side? Do you get involved in any of the education part of it, or, or how do you how do you choose your do you, do you go to the farmers that are already educated and already doing a good job, or do you also assist some of the other farmers? No, we do we do a bit uh, we do a bit both. Um, so we work with established established growers who have an export license, who have been exporting for many years, um, right. and are already established. Uh, this we work with this kind of, of growers and we do also work a lot with uh, um, 
growers who are inexperienced, who have maybe done a first, uh, first export, have maybe a first relationship with a roster, but um, they are giving, yeah, they are, they are showing a lot of motivation to, to develop that. And, and we also work with this kind of growers to, uh, to help them get to the, to the standard that is uh, required by, by, the, by the rosters and by the by the industry in in general and this involves yeah understanding the processes from uh, the operational processes of, of exporting this means also understanding the the pricing uh, of the coffees what what are rosters in a specific market paying for which quality this is an information mm. that is still a mystery for most of the of the coffee growers they they understand in the best cases, uh, what an FOB price means, so the coffee, the price of the coffee at the port on the on the vessel, but then all the costs that are um, involved between the shipping port and the roastery, these are not known by the by the roasters by the growers. And complicated, right? And it's quite complicated. It's it's not rocket science, as I always say. It's it's quite complicated, but it's not rocket science. Um, and and having this knowledge of of how much a roaster pays for a coffee in in his currency in his market helps also the the grower to understand uh, where he can price his coffee FOB um, and yeah, also what is. The differences in the markets. Um, what is a roster in uh, Finland uh, looking for? What is what is the difference with a roster in uh, in Italy? Um, there are big differences, and uh, making this information available to the to the grower is definitely something right. that, uh, that we are. I mean, that's interesting. So, so the the price, and you're talking about net of taxes, or what makes the difference in price in say. Uh, coffee landed, green coffee landed in Italy versus green coffee landed in in the UK. Other than, or is it shipping, or or, or are there some taxes well, you have prices, to take? Prices are going to be to be similar, but uh, roasters will not be looking for the same thing. The roasters will not be um, the same qualities. Um, they will have. Um, well, Italy is an espresso espresso uh, culture uh, country, so they will. Of Probably not be looking for very acidic, acidic coffees, but uh, a bit more balanced coffees. So all these specificities um, of what roasters are looking for has also an impact on on the price that they are to pay for 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 these coffees. And this information is not easily available for now for for the growers. I understand. Yeah. So now, if I'm a, if I'm a roaster and I want to buy, and I'm using your platform, yes, um, and and I actually got to the stage. Where I almost ordered two tons of coffee. It was so tempting. And and just touching on your platform very very briefly, I have to um, I have to congratulate you on making a very nice user interface, and building uh, a a good experience on the web or or for an application like this is one of those. It's like art, right? In the sense that. I can recognize beautiful art, but if I if you give me a pen or a paintbrush, and it's going to be a disaster, right? Yeah. Uh, and I can recognize um, really great technology. I've worked in technology, and I know how hard it is to make it look easy. <laughs> so uh, congratulations on that. I went all the way through, and I signed up, and I was 
looking at coffees. I got very excited. I even started thinking maybe I could roast a bit at home. Then I realized, what am I doing? This is beans. <laughs> I better not push that button. So I could only hope to take it so far. Um, but I got to that stage. Now, if I had gone further, and it was, it was, I think it was two tons. Was the is that is that correct? Two tons is the is the starting point. No, it depends on the on the grower. Uh, depends uh-huh. on the coffee. coffee. Growers can can decide uh, the minimum quantity they they are willing to to sell. So Got some you. of them say I'm willing to sell uh, 60, uh, 60 kilo, so one bag of that coffee. Others say no, for that coffee I I need at least ten bags, otherwise the milling and uh, this kind of stuff that doesn't make sense to me. So it's really up to the grower to decide how what's the minimum quantity. Got you. So yeah. I go through that stage and I and I choose my coffee and I and I and I purchase it. And it was really good. It was giving me prices to to a port in England. Yeah. Which I was very impressed by because I looked at other platforms and as soon as you go and you're in England, you go now. You know, it's yeah. uh, they were made for the American market, perhaps. Um, but you were giving a price to the UK market, which I uh, which I really liked, and it was detailed and broken down and it told me um how how the breakdown worked so i just wanted to be sure though because like the worst thing you want to do is go through all of that and then your coffee lands at port uh in the uk and then you get hit with all the warehousing charges and a whole bunch of other things that you know you weren't expecting to to have to pay um if i buy something on your site Mm -hmm. How far does it take me? How, how much? How much confidence do I have that that's going to be the ultimate price I pay when it was collected out of the port? And how much is maybe out of your control? One hundred percent of uh, of uh, the price that you see on the platform is the price that you are going to be to be charged. So right. um, we in um, integrated all the costs of the supply chain down to the delivery of the coffee from the warehouse to your uh, to your roastery. So all of those all those costs are integrated. Um, one thing that we changed recently is the road transport price. So you can get a quote for the road transport uh, once you um, once you order the coffee, uh, because this changed a lot and it, the road transport price are, are, are fluctuating a lot. And if you if you want the road transport road transport quote now uh, for tomorrow or uh, in two months when the coffee is, is arriving, the, the quotes are very different. So this is something that you can you can still get this quote, um, but you get it uh, in, a, in a second stage because we, we cannot just put it available now and it's really fluctuating. A lot of work to keep on top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is, I mean, this is this is the core. This is the core of Algrano. This is uh, uh, one of the things that we have been working a lot on. Is this uh, this price price calculation? This is a um, comp- yeah quite a complex matrix to to be able to tell to any roaster wherever he's based in Europe how much he's going to pay for the coffee for one bag, ten bag, fifty a container. So this this is the the back end this of, part of the this is Sorry? part of the this is part of your usp or the the secret source as we like to say in the yeah. uk yes exactly yeah i understand um yeah. i can imagine that's a huge amount of work so uh i've done shipping in the past and um and uh um i personally found it very fraught uh to to, to manage that um certainly if you're doing any kinds of contracts uh if you're doing um, uh, a letter of contract, um, which is how I was 
organizing the payments. Those letters of contract need to be very precise. Uh, you can get your smiling because you know what I'm talking about. You know, the slightest mistake and someone can get out of paying you. Um, they're now trying to actually uh, um, make that a lot simpler with with, with blockchain and, 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 mm -hmm. and automated contracts. But anyway, it's, it's a difficult thing. And also, if you're paying FOB, which means freight on board, which means so when it's on board, once it goes over the handrail, now it's your responsibility. If you're paying FOB, um, then you have to arrange your own freight costs and your own insurance separately. Yeah. And I was wondering why on earth anybody would do that. Is, is there a reason? Because I, I saw there were a couple of options to either do CIF, which means carriage insurance and freight, or freight on board. Why do people? Why would anybody pick a freight on board option rather than have a turnkey, um, uh, turnkey package? Well, this is this is rather for uh, for bigger bigger rosters who uh, want to organize their logistics uh, themselves. Uh -huh, I see. Um, okay. And they, yeah, they, when that's that's a decision. They have their their own logistics uh, team in uh, internalized at, at the company. And they take the coffee from FOB and, and bring it to to their rosteries. So we have, um, yeah, most of the contracts we we offer them um, X Works at the warehouse here in Europe or FCA or DDP and some for the larger rosters. It's also possible to buy to buy uh, the coffee FOB. I understand. Yeah. And then the, then the next thing when you're doing any kind of shipping is um, is ensuring that you're getting what you paid for. Yeah. And the quality you paid for. Now, I've spoken to a number of people, actually, not necessarily just in coffee, but also people doing direct trade in, in coca beans as well. And pretty much everybody I've spoken to who's done direct trade um, themselves has run into the problem where they go and meet a farmer directly. They go in country, they meet the farmer, maybe at an exhibition or something like this yeah. or an event. Um, they get on well, they show them samples, they get samples, they go, fantastic, I will take a ton of these or two tons of these. And then what shows up is not what they ordered yeah, at all. Exactly. Well, that's, where, that's where Algrano uh, kicks in. And that's where we want the discussion to, uh, to, to stay between the grower and the roster or uh, is on quality, um, that they can, they can discuss the quality uh, when they meet, that they're happy with the quality and that they and that can deliver the coffee, so take logistics, but also all the quality assurance, all the payments. So all the, the stuff that is a bit boring, maybe uh, in the in the eyes of the growers and the rosters, Algrano takes takes care of that. So on the quality side, as you as you just uh, mentioned, um, we. We assure the quality of all the coffees that are uh, sold on the platform. That means that all the coffees that are listed on the platform, we have a, an offer sample here uh, that we distribute to the rosters. Then at the moment a coffee is sold, we request a pre-shipment sample, we receive the pre-shipment sample, we will compare the pre-shipment sample to the offer sample that was sent by the, uh, by the grower. Um, and then we take the decision to ship or not ship the coffee if the quality is not matched. Um, and then we ship the coffee, the coffee arrives at the port. And when it arrives at the port, we get an arrival sample from the warehouse. Uh, and we verify again the offer sample against the pre-shipment sample and the arrival sample to make sure that uh, 
the quality is is matching between what the roster uh, received as a, as an offer and what he's getting. And yes, then quality issues. I mean, this is a way to 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 manage the risk. Um, and quality issues are happening in the industry. Uh, they are not happening more if you do direct trade than if you uh, that if you if you buy from an importer. It's just that you have uh, an importer who is uh, managing this this risk for you. And in this case, we are doing we are doing that. And um, if the if the case happens to be to be right, if there is a claim, uh, then Algrano acts the same way as an importer. You can reject the coffee. We reject also the coffee to the grower. So this is really standard standard uh, standard processes in this industry. We are not changing uh, anything there, um, mm-hmm. but we are giving the possibility to uh, growers and roasters to talk about quality, agree on the quality, and then uh, be, be reassured that uh, the quality that is going to be delivered is going to be the right one. Yeah. And yep. so, I mean, standardizing um, quality labels is really important because mm-hmm. you have to have a lexicon that's yeah. agreed by both parties as to what quality means. Yeah. Uh, if you're thinking different things, then you're you're going to run into uh, you're going to run into issues, yeah. which um, which can be very expensive. So actually, getting rid of that problem, or mm-hmm. yeah, maybe we're not going to get rid of it completely, but but reducing that problem right down is a major cost uh, benefit um, that a lot of companies don't necessarily, when they're starting out or looking at this, wouldn't necessarily appreciate or factor into into the cost base. If I'm looking, thinking I can go and get it cheaper if I get in a plane and go out to Colombia or Brazil and do this myself, yeah, maybe, but apart from all the effort that's involved in doing that, um, you will run into problems. I can almost guarantee it. You will run into into whether it's issues of communications, whether it's issues of quality, um, or you'll get cheated, or a thousand other different things will will happen. So, um, so thank you very much for explaining that. It really helps. There was another aspect of your business that I I was um, really interested in exploring, which was the financing. Yeah. And I hadn't seen this before, um, but clearly this 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 could be very interesting to a lot of roasters. Tell me a little bit about uh, this this financing package you can offer. Yeah, sure. So basically, one of the another barrier of direct trade is the financing because many roasters run uh, on a tight cash flow, uh, tight liquidity, and it's difficult to pay upfront a grower for, I don't know, half a container. So I know that that may be $50,000, dollars depending on the quality. And for a mid-size, mid-size company, it's quite hard to, um, yeah, to, to put this, uh, this amount upfront. So what we also offer in this case is you know, the possibility to, to finance this coffee and how long you want Algano to finance this coffee. So uh, you can say, I um, I will get every month as a roster, I want to get every month 10 bags of, of that coffee. And I want to pay um, 30 days after each delivery. So we will, Algano will pay upfront uh, the coffee to the grower, bring it here to, to Europe. And then each time a roster makes a release, then we charge for the for the amount that was released. So it's a contract on the, the entire quantity, but then 
uh, the invoicing is according to the, to the release that the rosters are doing. This is one way, and obviously we there is an interest an interest rate on on this. This is also the same as if you buy from a, from an importer. It's just that this financing cost is built in the price that you see from uh, a traditional importing company. We display it as separately because it can also be seen as a way to reduce costs for well-capitalized uh, roastery. They can also decide to pay, I don't know, 5% cheaper the coffee because uh, they don't get any financing costs. They will pay the coffee upfront just after the order and um, get a 5% discount, which is the, the cost of the interest. So really, again, this the idea here was to, um, to open the box of all the services of uh, an importing company, of what an importing company offers. So quality assurance, okay, this is one service that is available. Um, they are not obliged to, to, to use our uh, quality service. It's also possible to opt out. Um, logistics, also same. This is what we do. This is the cost. Financing, this is another block. Uh, you can opt in or opt out. So this is really uh, our model is a, is a service-based service, service -based model. We, we don't, we never purchase coffee and sell coffee. We only provide a service to move a coffee that was bought or sold uh, between between continents and yeah, hopefully safely and with uh, no hassle. Which which uh, which countries do you serve at the moment? Where are you operating in? So um, Latin America on the sourcing side. So Latin America, most of the producing countries, uh, with a strong focus on Brazil, Peru, Colombia, Honduras, and all the other um, uh, smaller um, Central American countries. Um, then in Africa, on the sourcing side, we uh, are working for with Ethiopia already for three years and starting this year with Rwanda. So we have a, a campaign uh, where we are promoting a list of uh, a series of growers starting next week. And on the import side, so we are uh, serving the entire uh, Europe market, basically, um, with a focus on, uh, let's say, UK, Nordics and Switzerland, Germany mostly right yes. right but so you're not operating in the u.s are you no excuse me no, we're not we're not operating in the u.s no yeah okay that's uh, okay that explains that explains why i could see your uh your shipments to the uk and uh it's nice to see it's nice to see someone cares about the uk market um <laughs> so um uh uh, let's know that we, we talked about having 30 minutes and I've taken up 35 minutes of your time. I think that's really been a great overview and, and really useful, Gil, to, to, to I've understood and learned a lot about it and I appreciate mm -hmm. it. Uh, I would highly recommend people go check out your site. I think it's uh, really uh, very well put together. Um, uh, now that I know that there's different coffee, uh, different coffee suppliers and farmers out there who will supply me less than two tons, uh, I might be tempted to go back and... <laughs> and order a, a few bags and start roasting in my kitchen. Uh, but thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Thank you, Nick. Thank you.